There are a few pejoratives that preachers casually like to throw out in the middle of sermons. They make for easy targets when in the middle of a rant. In congregations of our more ultra-conservative brethren, you'll hear a lot about how liberals always say and liberals always think. What does that mean? The fact is, there are some brethren who care very little for the authority of the Bible and who believe the Word of God is a malleable document, able to be contorted and manipulated as needed, especially to fit the needs of the modern culture. To these people, it doesn't matter if the Bible prohibits something, nor does it matter that the Bible commands something. All that matters is what they want to do. Those people are called liberals, and they're an easy target for brethren on the other side of the fence. On the other hand, there are congregations where this liberal mindset is the prevailing one. In assemblies like this, it's not uncommon to have preachers or teachers smirk and talk about their radical brethren who condemn this and reject that. They talk about the grace and forgiveness of Jesus as though it's a foreign concept to brethren on the other side of the fence. And maybe it is. Maybe there are brethren who demand their peers toe the line as drawn by them, not straying to the right or the left of their perceived boundary of fellowship. If you cross to the other side, if you even just get caught having a fellowship breakfast meal with someone that they've written off, then you'll find yourself written about in all of their papers and periodicals. Without a hint of irony, these people will tell you that there is a way that things should be done, that they alone know the one right way to do those things, and it just so happens to be the exact way that they always do those things. And don't you dare cross them or challenge them. Those people are called legalists, and they're an easy target for brethren on the other side of the fence. The former would defend themselves as godly by saying that they, like Jesus, are filled with greater compassion and patience and mercy than the legalist. The latter would defend themselves as godly by reminding us that the Bible is a pattern and must be adhered to, otherwise we're no different than an Old Testament pagan offering sacrifices to false idols. So which should we be? Would God have us be legalist or liberals? I say, why not both? I think God prefers his children to be liberal legalists, no more and no less. He wants us liberal. The word means full of charity. You will scarcely find a more common trait used to define God's people in the New Testament than that. We are called to be loving, merciful, giving, forgiving, patient, and so on. Our hearts should always be bursting. Our compassion should always be on full display. That doesn't mean that we can allow things that God does not allow. God is liberal and charitable, but he has limits. We must respect those limits and follow them too. On the other hand, why not be a legalist? If we use the word to mean someone who follows the law, I can think of no better alternative. What are we going to do? Not follow the law of Christ? Should we follow the laws of the world? Should we let an ungodly culture dictate who and how we worship? Obviously not. God has given us a guidebook. We will be fools not to use it. That doesn't mean that we get to draw the lines and determine where right begins and wrong ends. God has drawn the lines. We just need to respect those lines and follow them. It is not oxymoronic to be liberal legalists, nor are we compelled to choose one side of the fence over the other. We can be merciful and obedient. In fact, we can't be obedient without being merciful. We can be obedient and also be loving. In fact, we can't be loving without being obedient. God commands us to be both. So let us be. And while I've got you on the phone, if you want to subscribe, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash Matthew-Martin 414. I've got uh, free audio files 
here and there that I'll release every now and then. But for the most part, I put everything behind a massive giant paywall where you have to pay upwards of, I think it's 99 cents a month. So if you can, if you can manage that a dollar a month, that's, you know, it's not easy, but if you want to whip out a buck, then you get hundreds of audio files of all of my sermons and classes and devotionals. So it's uh, anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W dash Martin 414 and hit subscribe for a buck and you get all my hundreds and hundreds of audio files. All right. Thank you.